Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wrestling fans. This is Ohio Northern's first podcast of a series where I, Coach McClay, get a chance to meet with our team and pick their brains on wrestling-related topics, their college experience, or just facts, stats, tips, and tricks, and general information that might help some of you or someone you know. Our goal is to show off all the hard work our wrestlers have done to get as far as they have and maybe along the way help young wrestlers avoid the same mistakes we've made. Now, a little disclaimer, this is our very first episode and we as coaches have no clue how to operate the equipment. So regardless, the content is still there and it'll give you a great opportunity to meet our coaches. So without a further ado, we'll pick up right as I push the record button. So. Have like questions you're gonna ask? Or Honestly, like I was gonna, gonna freestyle it. So yeah. this is our very first podcast of uh-huh. the ONU wrestling team. Yeah. I myself, Coach McClay, yeah. and with me is Coach Kyle, mm-hmm. Coach Quiet. So did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Quiet. Like be quiet. Yeah. yeah it's the greatest. That I've never heard that joke either. <laughs> <laughs> um. So pretty much how I wanted this it's just kind of like a conversational piece so I figured the best way to start a conversation to ask someone about themselves so I know you have a five-minute speech to wrap up your resume tell me about who is Kyle uh well I mean things change over time I mean probably probably back in college I would have defined myself by you know what I did in in college wrestling wise Uh, now with um, one one kid and one on the way uh probably more more dad and coach mm-hmm. than than anything uh really excited to bring a bring a baby boy into the world here hopefully sometime so in a November. boy and a girl boy and a girl you got lucky <laughs> you got lucky <laughs> i'm excited i don't know i i think we're lucky just to have two kids in general we're pretty pumped to to uh be able to mm-hmm. you know have the experience of of raising a daughter and then then also have the experience of raising a son here soon so mm-hmm. uh my wife is is one of two in the family and and she comes from, it's just two her and her sister so she's used to girls and uh, I, I think her mom doesn't really understand what a <laughs> what a boy so this is. boy is going to be surprised yeah, for the what whole deal was, like as far as like raising him goes because mm-hmm. she's less of things you know she oh, says things be, about it he's like, be mom's that, boy. that makes me kind of laugh because i grew up with four, well five siblings me included so five, well, i'm one of five i'm the oldest and um four of the five were boys so, <laughs> <laughs> so the exact opposite yeah, exactly so we know we know how how boys are and mm-hmm. how boys can be how, how girls can be well they all come with their different challenges i don't have any kids myself right. but like all my friends are growing up and having kids uh-huh. so they're telling me yeah girls are hard they got makeup and you gotta like <laughs> and they'll be like well guys are hard because you gotta worry about all this yeah, I've 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 heard all the the different different uh, you know sayings about boys versus girls. The what the most common one I've heard is that girls are the easiest early and mm-hmm. the boys are hard early when they're young because they're the boys are trying to like run on jump off of stuff. And that was definitely me, hundred percent. And then girls are just so sweet and nice, and that's been pretty true for Tessa so far. She's starting Maybe to get to, to the terrible. She gives me right me mugs every day. 
What's that? She gives me me mugs every day. Oh, she yeah. just she looks at me like, like, no, not you. Strangers. We're trying to get, we're getting her in <laughs> with the daycare right now. So that she, she kind of at least has to deal with other little kids. And she loves it. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, then, then the boys are, are the opposite as they get older. Once the girls hit the teenage years, then it's all, you know. It's a wrap. You know, boys and just social status stuff. And <laughs> guys are kind of yeah. like, I don't really care That's about gonna that. Be I fun. just want to play sports. Good luck with that. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, I, I, I'm I'm uh, you know really excited about those two aspects coming up um, of my life uh, right now. COVID is kind of putting a little bit of damper on everything. We're really hoping that this can this can uh, resolve itself soon. There's some talk about vaccine coming down the pike. Yeah. So I have a good feeling about it. With yeah. all things considered, I think with all the testing we're doing, everything the results we're showing, I feel like we're going to be. We're going to be good for at least this season. Well, I hope so, man. Fingers crossed, I'm right? Crossing my fingers. Not going to be optimistic as much as I can. But, uh, yeah, and then as far as, as wrestling goes, I mean, you know, ONU grad, I wrestled in high school for the Calvert High School in mm-hmm. Tiffin, Ohio. Go in the Seneca's. middle of nowhere, I never heard of it. Go Seneca's. <laughs> hey, we used to be really good. Uh, back when I was in school, we were um, top, top ten in the state. We got... Seventh oh, state really duels. Good. We were we were legit, man. We were pretty good, and uh, we uh, we had we we were we were pretty tough. But uh, placed three times in high school, Division three, so small school, not a whole lot of mm-hmm. accolades coming from the Division three program uh, in 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 the OHSA. Now, what got you started into wrestling? Like, why wrestling? Uh, why not football, uh, basketball, that's baseball? That's a good question, actually. Uh, when I first started wrestling, I moved down to... My parents split up when I was in, like, the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And uh, we used to live in Michigan, actually, up until that point. So oh, we lived in uh, Rockwood, Michigan. Yeah, just right over there, uh, south of Detroit, kind of... I think it's south of Ann Arbor? I don't know, something. It's around Somewhere there. around there. Uh, I haven't been back ever once. I haven't been back, really. But uh, we used to live up there through my fourth grade year, and then parents split up, and we moved down to Ohio. And um, Ohio's a little bit bigger wrestling, you know, more more into it. There's a lot more people that are pushing For it, sure. and, and it was just kind of right place, right time with Calvert. You know, they were the the coaches that ended up being my head coaches in high school were just getting into wrestling, coaching at that point, and mm-hmm. they were building up the biddy program, and, they, and Calvert had a really big biddy program and I was like I don't know what this is but I'll give it a shot we had some friends that kind of encouraged me to do it and Mm -hmm. uh it was like love at first you know practice so I went in there and it was I I just felt like I it was right like I I knew when I I got I was pretty good at it right off the bat Mm -hmm. to the point where my first tournament ever was this little bitty tournament in Corey Ross in Ohio, <laughs> literally right down the road from here. It, like like a stone's throw away from Ada, mm-hmm. which is funny that I ended up in college in Ada. It was my first my first high my first ever tournament was was in Corey Ross, and, and my mom entered me into it, and I'm like, and she's like thinking I'm gonna get my butt kicked, and she's like, she she was jokingly said like something like, hey, I'll buy you a Game Boy if you win or something. But she didn't <laughs> think I was gonna win. She didn't have any. She didn't think I was gonna win it. And, and hey, the Game Boys were expensive back oh, then. Oh yeah, they were it was like a Game Boy Advance too. Oh. Yeah, it was the next level one. Oh, that was a colored one. And I, and I wanted that dang Game Boy, so I went out there and I 
beat the crap out of everybody in one tournament. Mm-hmm. And then my mom's like, uh, and I was like, where's my Game Boy? <laughs> she had to get me one. <laughs> She's like, uh, maybe Sand will bring one for it. Right, right. So, so that was uh, kind of the, the origins of it. And, and from then on, I won that first tournament. It was like summers at, at off, like just constantly going to open tournaments, just little big tournaments all over the place. We hit the circuit, man. We were mm-hmm. all over Ohio going places and, and wrestling. And um, then I started to go to the Jordan camps um, down in down in the uh, Dayton area. Super Jordan, 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 Jordan train, Jordan train, baby. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we we went there every summer. Uh, my my brothers and I and uh, learned a lot there. And it's kind he of has where, a good camp. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where we we got to the point where Jeff would just like give my mom gear because she spent so much money sending all of us kids there every single year. They knew right. her by name, you know, like, Hey mom, Hey Karen, how's it going? Buy us something. And then Amy Jordan, Jeff's, Jeff's wife would be like giving her some little, some like uh, stuff. There's a little table. bit of love right there. <laughs> uh, but uh, just that, those, those camps really then shaped me kind of, toughness wise and mm-hmm. and uh got to roll around with some of the the better kids on the team from from graham so i got to wrestle with some of the some really hammers. good kids that they, they'd have come into the the camps and stuff mm-hmm. um as counselors and whatnot that you know my one of my first ever counselors at camp was david taylor uh that was a good counselor yeah. for sure uh cameron <laughs> cameron cameron doggett um he's he's at mechanicsburg now he was at kenton ridge uh really really talented wrestler for them as well mm-hmm. you know I've, I've wrestled with ben jordan you know Bo was a little small at the time for me but mm-hmm. he was younger and uh you know, just get to get to be around those guys and see their ability and, and learn from them is, is pretty awesome. Yeah, iron sharpens iron for sure. Having a good partner is mm-hmm. um, so important. Can't stress that. Enough. Yeah, yeah. But so then, uh, sorry. And, and once moving up to high school, my coaches Matt Coleman and, and Mike Steyer, um, you know, they they were young and and just either just married or just starting their families. So they mm-hmm. were they were really in the right. It was right time, right place. A lot of a lot of times. A lot of a lot of things because these guys put in lots of time to the, right. that program and really pushed it to uh, the level that it was. And I mean, we were—I mean, I graduated with 33 kids <laughs> from college, from high school. So like, really, really Dang, small. But our wrestling team—I mean, we had probably 40 kids on it, 40 guys, and you know, we had we filled a filled a filled in a full full uh, roster, which for Division three that small school is pretty tough. I mean, it's like 15. Weight classes? What's the weight class? Uh, it's like 15, 14. I forget sometimes. It's probably um, bad work coaches. <laughs> right. I feel like I should know that off the top right. of my head. I know the. I probably could name them all. I, just I can do know. them in order. I just I don't know. know I don't know the exact overall number, but yeah, the um, uh, he he they did a really, really great job and, and pushed me. They were always trying to find me a loss. They knew that I wouldn't listen to them as far as what technique to do unless I mm-hmm. unless I took a loss that weekend. <laughs> so they were constantly taking us to bigger and bigger tournaments. We I feel like that's to, a positive problem. Yeah, we we started going little tiny caliber started going to the GMBWA, which back in the day was was really tough. The Graham brought their full lineup and everything to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a holiday tournament down in Dayton. I hate it. And then my senior to the point where my senior year they took me to the Ironman, so uh, as a as a single admission. So that was that was brutal too. It's yeah. a tough one. Um, <clears throat> I always I always tell people my weight class. I was up at seventy one at the beginning of my senior year and but my the peop the guy who won it 
was uh, Ed Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who got second was Ethan Lofthouse from Iowa. Mm-hmm. He's a multiple-time All-American. And the guy who got third was Chris Phillips um, from Monroeville. Some people might not remember him, but he was one of the best ever high school wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And uh, got four. To, to prove that point, the kid he beat in the third and fourth place match was Nick Heflin from Perry, who ended up being a national Nick Heflin. State, so. Dang. That's <laughs> yeah. a big name right there. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, that, that was a brutal weight class. Um, and then, yeah, at college, rolling in, little kid on, on campus. I didn't have any idea what to expect as far as was I even going to be able to start. Right. Um, I feel like everyone has that same thought, like, yeah. holy snap. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't, I, I was, again, kind of right place, right time, and on some some more, uh, you know, advantages I had in college, but um, I remember there was a kid, uh, I wrestled, I lost to my junior year at the state tournament, like, he whooped my butt, and mm-hmm. he, he went to Mercyhurst out of high school. But he transferred to Ohio Northern. <laughs> so I came in, and he was a transfer sophomore, and I was a freshman, and we were at the same weight class. And he had, like he destroyed me in my junior year. And first round at state tournament, I not expected. And I, so that was another reason why I was like, man, am I going to be able to start this year? Um, so it, it, Kyle Raber is the name, by the way. Did you uh, hear that, Kyle Raber? Yeah. Shout out to Kyle Raber. <laughs> shout, shout, shout out, Kyle Raber. <laughs> he ended up going 84, and we ended up being really uh, like good good drill partners and stuff throughout mm-hmm. there, the time we were at Northern. Um, but uh, the right place, right time thing comes from um, what Luke Miller was, was a really big influence in me early on uh, in college. He... He was a returning All-American, and I'm just this little freshman from a tiny little high school in, in Tiffin, Ohio, graduated mm-hmm. with 33 kids, like I said, and uh, I was just like, teach me. You know, what do you do? How do you, how do, you right. do this? I want to get to that level, and I basically just threw myself at, at the mercy of, of Luke and said, what are you, what are you doing? How do you, how do you do it? I want to mm-hmm. learn. Luke was good on top, bottom, neutral? Top, top. He was phenomenal on top, and that's where I learned a lot. And, mm-hmm. and I had in high school, I was not a prolific scorer on my feet, <laughs> um, but I was really good defensively. So if a kid could get to my legs, that's fine. I'm going to try to counter your shot and score off of it. That was my. You don't MO. have my legs. Um, I got your arm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I I, uh, I was I was a good rider on top, but I wasn't really a good, great scorer on top in high school, mm-hmm. and. What Luke helped me learn was how to score. Um, he was he was a leg rider as well, but he would rip your arm off with a power half. Like he was very very good with that. He he'd go with a power half at a bar sometimes, and he would just wrench he your just shoulders off and beat you with them. Um, but and he also did the the hip turk that I really started. Really kind of I felt like I've tried I perfected. Um, throughout my college career, that was what I what I learned from Luke and used more of, I think, than he did, probably. I think he liked, mm-hmm. you know, running the power half and the bars a little bit more. He still used the hip turk, don't get me wrong, but I, I think I I definitely was the opposite way. I preferred the hip turk. Like, I right. was going to put you on your back six different times and tech you. Uh, but that was, that was huge. Like, having not only a returning All-American, um, a weight class or two below me, but having him also be a leg rider that mm-hmm. could show me how to develop 
what I already was doing from high school. It was just right. It was just the perfect match. Right, it was it was nuts. It was the perfect place, the perfect time, and plus our room. I mean, it was it was tough. We had some really good kids. We we won the conference in 2012 and 13. We were mm-hmm. we were very good that back then, and and uh, you know again really lucky to be on that team to 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 be able to, to accomplish those things, but also push me in the room and push mm-hmm. me on, you know. On so how that. would you describe your style? Like, from the start of the match to the end of the match, what are you, what are you oh, thinking? Oh, jeez. To start well, with period one on your feet, what do you think? What are you talking about, when I was in college, or what am, I t- what am I thinking now? Because I feel like I'm even better now than I was in college. Oh, right? Like, I feel the same way. I feel, I feel I like I, go was, back. I was, I watched some of my matches from college, and I'm like, how did I ever win matches? I have no idea. You just pick apart your own technique. Like, I Gosh, do. I'm, I'm trash. I don't know what I was doing. But um, when I was in college, probably first, at least by the time I graduated, I, I started developing a lot more on my feet, but early on, very much... Um, joke. The joke was that like I was. I don't think I got the first takedown in probably three fourths the matches that I wrestled. Really, I'm That's pretty sure wild. everybody got took me down right off the bat. So early on, it was get taken down, <laughs> force him to throw a boot in, <laughs> reverse him, and then get on top and and throw the boots. That was, that was the strategy. That, that was, was the winning strategy. strategy. Every, I mean, I don't know. It, it was, works. It wasn't, it was something that people didn't expect because I think they, you know, started to, they, they came into the match thinking this kid's, you know, supposedly ranked or whatever. At least my freshman year, I got to the point where I was ranked at, at some point towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, They'd get get in on a single and they'd finish, and they're like, that was really easy. And then all of a sudden, they're getting reversed because I <laughs> hopped over their leg and forced them to throw a boot in. Right. So not that I would recommend that to anyone, but and I'm not teaching high risk, that. high reward. I'm not teaching that to any of our guys for sure. Right. <laughs> but uh, as I got got older, I definitely started to um, hone my my neutral uh, technique. Try to figure out a little bit better. Stay game. in better position. Stay low. Um, try to try to develop a an offensive shot, and my se- by the time I got to my senior year, I, I could pretty much take down anybody with my with that elbow post knee pull single that I hit. Mm-hmm. Um, just being and that was the the big difference between what all American and then winning it. Um, probably I think the biggest the biggest difference was uh, changing. My stance. I, I, my one of the big things I remember from my junior year when I when I won my first title was, uh, I got whooped in the finals of the Wheaton Invitational out in Chicago by this kid D two. He was a like a three time runner up for in D two from UW Parkside. Uh, mm-hmm. Luke Reinish was the name. Reinish. He he smacked me in the finals at Wheaton. Um, because I couldn't. I was just terrible on my feet, and he just kicked mm-hmm. me. Like he's just like, I'm just not gonna wrestle with you on the mat. I don't need to. I can just keep taking you down, and that was what really opened my eyes. And and uh, I I changed from that point on in January my stance quite a bit. I really focused every day in practice on on lowering myself and keeping my hands in front of me and not 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 letting kids just get to my leg. <laughs> so and that really helped. Uh, not only my me not getting taken down but it kind of gave me a little more confidence on my feet to kind of mm-hmm. i can get to legs i can stop him from shooting or from scoring that easily and then once i was able to slow and gum up the works for, against guys on my feet mm-hmm. to prevent them from just being able to score at will uh 
that that really swung matches in my favor because second and third period going top and bottom you have to make a decision right like right. you gotta are you gonna try to risk it and go under me and try to get that one escape point because that's what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna get a point from you right away um either that or i'm gonna try to reverse you so they they See. there was a lot of kids who just wouldn't take that down they i'm one of those go kids. down against against the guy against me so that really changed matches if you, if you couldn't take me down then I then I'm in a big time favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was my junior year, kind of. Um, also, just learning how to loosen up too on that. My I remember that was a big moment for me. My junior year um, was was at Wheaton, and then the other big moment was uh, <laughs> at Nationals. My my junior year against um, a kid from UW Lacrosse. This kid just. I, I couldn't beat him. Like mm-hmm. up until that point, he was just he was the antithesis of everything I did. Like he was a scorer on his feet. He, he was had a your nasty blast double, mm. and he would just bait you into it every time. And and I would just it, like I couldn't stop him. And he beat me so bad my my sophomore year at nationals that <laughs> uh, I I actually thought the match was over after the second period. I took my ankles off. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. It was that bad. I was, I was getting my butt whooped that bad. But that was the motivation I needed my, my going into my junior year because mm-hmm. I thought about that a lot over the summer. Oh, yeah, that Just, had to eat at you for no, a whole summer. It was terrible. It was the worst. And I, I, I've never, like, that was one thing that I just thought about it all the time. Thought about it all the time. Yeah. Every time I was done lifting, I was like, I got to do something else. Yeah, like, I'm not done yet. I need mm-hmm. to go do some, you know, sprints around the indoor track at the Y or That's something. Like, I just need to burn myself up and kill myself. Because I'm never going to let that happen ever, ever, ever again because I was so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So then I saw him again in the semifinals my junior year. Oh, how'd that go? Uh, well, I, I ended up beating him, obviously. Um, but he... The one thing that really really had an impression on me from watching him was how he prepared for our match. Uh, warming up, I, I distinctly remember my my old philosophy was like I got to stay focused. You know, I'm gonna get, you know slap him slap my face. You know, really zone in and get ready. I'm gonna beat the crap out of this kid. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm doing that my normal routine before a match, and I look over at him with his coaches, and he's laughing. He's just sitting over there, smiling and laughing with his coaches. Mm-hmm. He's loose. He's ready to go. He knows he's been training and doing everything he needs to do. Mm-hmm. And and I look at him and I'm like, I've throughout high school and throughout every point of my career to this point, I've never won this match, this big time postseason semifinal match. I've never made it to the big stage at, in high school level. I never was in the finals or mm-hmm. anything like. Why am I continuing to do the same thing that's always gotten me to this point? You know, maybe I should change something. What? What's the harm? If I lose it doing this way, or I lose going the other way, right. like, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I, at least this way it gives me a shot because I'm doing something something different, different. I think, in my brain. So, I I tried as much as I can going into the match, just being calm and and trying to that makes a huge yeah, difference and try to try to uh, you know rely and lean on my ability and, and my my technique and 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 my coaches I'll never forget uh, Ron and and uh, Rob Yarmark at the time were like hey we got we got this match planned out you know you, you just 
if you just don't get taken down in the first period, we're going to win this match. And I'm like, to myself, I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm taking him down. Like, you don't understand. Right. Like, <laughs> it's been a year. And, and they, 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 they were, I don't know if I can't remember if I told that to them pre-match or not, or if I just said, okay, and then went out there and did my own thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, I think probably 10 seconds into the match, I took it my elbow post knee pull single that I, that I was that I've been practicing and deep in on a leg and I scored and it was like boom right away and mm. I just kind of set the tone um, and I ended up at the by the end of the match I ended up putting him on his back with my boots in it was it was uh, it was one of those you got your payback yeah it was one of those moments that you just it was it, it was a lot of it was more than just a win it was definitely not even and even just more than just being at a semifinals at nationals win like put you in the finals match like it was just a it was it was in it was one of those moments that you just never forget it was like just a accomplishment level mm-hmm. a thousand you know like we were just like you just proved yourself exactly and it was it was this is the kid that i was thinking about all summer long <laughs> i was thinking about this match um, yeah. All summer, and uh, to get that win was huge. Then, you know, going my junior year into the finals, there's another kid that I'd lost to the previous year at nationals. So the both the kids that I lost to at nationals my sophomore year, I ended up beating my junior year to win it. Dang. So, uh, Talk about improvement. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, just mentally getting back into a better state of mind. I definitely mm-hmm. didn't. I kind of slacked off as far as lifting went my sophomore year. Kind of had a sophomore slump. I didn't. Didn't. Uh, do what I should have done in the, mm-hmm. in the off season in my sophomore year. Now, how did you keep motivated throughout the year? Do you just keep thinking about that loss? Is well, there... my soft, my junior year was for sure that loss. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 lost, I thought that thought about that match, Mike Schmidt from UW across my sophomore year in the Kansi semis, Kansi, Kansi semis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just shellacked me. He just whooped me up shellacked. in that man. It was it was bad, and uh, that was what I I thought about. Um, then my so- my senior year was tougher. It was hard to you know, I- I've heard a couple of different times that success is sometimes the hardest thing to overcome, the hardest obstacle to overcome. Because when you have that success as a as a junior, it's really hard to to keep that motivation going into your senior year. I think right. you could definitely identify with that to mm-hmm. some extent. You know, having won it as a junior and then you know you taking that third. rough semifinal loss as a senior. Yeah, that was honestly my national tournament is my biggest. My finals for my senior year, my biggest regret probably wasn't even the loss. It was just the weight class. I regretted going 25 my last mm-hmm. year. That was the biggest regret I have. Right. The loss sucked. Don't get me wrong. It stung. Yep. It hurt. I was like, dang, I didn't even make it to the finals. Right. But the, like after that, when I wrestled back for third and fourth, like my third and fourth place match was um, the kid who actually won nationals like the year before I won nationals. So there was like three first place guys my weight class oh, wow. so it was it was kind of tough but yeah. i ended up getting third that year and i was pretty happy with it and went home graded papers at a full-time job. <laughs> yeah that That's was crazy. that was a rough but year it's, for me it's tough man it coming is. back off of a off of a win is is it's not easy to to stay motivated and you know having that you know thought in my head and also I think my senior year, I kind of learned a little bit different of a lesson from my junior year, kind of went too far with the relaxing thing. My senior mm-hmm. year at Nationals, I almost lost in the semifinals. <laughs> like, That's the magic itch. Yeah, I almost 
had the same thing happen to you, that you you had happened, and, and I almost you know lost to another lacrosse kid, but it was a different lacrosse kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was down at 165 the year I I won it as a junior, and then he bumped to 74 his senior year, and my senior year. But it was it was just kind of that match, and almost losing that really shook me up to the point where I needed realized that it's not just like oh stay loose. It's it's more of find your balance. You know you gotta you gotta have the ability you got to be loose enough that you're not scared to shoot or move or do anything in the match mm-hmm. but you got to be zoned in enough to the point where you're just like you're you're you are ready to go out there and, and do battle you know like i think it is like a is tough if man. you can keep like a practice mindset mm-hmm. where like you're more than willing to push yourself but at the same time like the outcome doesn't matter right once you get to that point like it's a whole lot easier to win than lose yeah in my mind yeah so like once and you put that stress on you where you're just like well i can't mess up i can't mess up right that's when you mess mm-hmm. up and, and that's there's a lot of truth to that mm-hmm. we're, we're i'm just i was just trying to i was learning as i was going you know and, and mm-hmm. when i got when i almost lost that match my se- my senior in the semis i i was like boom I need to like there's a there's a there's a line here and you got to walk it when you start veering one side one way too far mm-hmm. or the other way too far there's it has its own consequences so you really have to just kind of find that middle and and just live in it you know really push yourself be ready but also don't be be so zoned in and you know right. hyped up that you're gonna you're gonna mess yourself up so that was going into my senior right. year my my finals match my senior year then I majored the kid in the finals, and you know, that's a huge accomplishment. So, so right just there. It, it was just a difference of mind shift. It mm-hmm. wasn't anything like it, there's no there wasn't a different person from my semifinals to my finals match. Right. It was just not dicking around. I get that. Stuff. I remember uh, my finals match the year I won it. I remember being so nervous when they're doing like the they called your name up and you had like run to the stage. Mm-hmm. I remember being so nervous, like I completely tuned out of everything didn't hear the <laughs> announcer call my name or anything i just heard like the the smokestack shoot up beside me yeah and i it startled me so i started running towards <laughs> the stage and then i realized no you gotta chill yeah so then if you watch like the 20 what is it, 2017 nationals you'll see me like do like a two second sprint and just walk it's because i wasn't even there mentally yeah and, <laughs> and i was just so nervous i was trying everything i could do just to like keep the jitters away right. i was telling like right before the match i was like coach I'm going to hit him with a gator roll. <laughs> and I was expect like, I was just trying to, like, say stuff to, like, throw my mind off. Like, right. kind of yeah. keep myself from, like, yes. panicking too much. Absolutely. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a gator roll. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter. I'm yeah. going to do it. I was expecting my coach to be like, no, man, that's not a good move. And I was just going to, like, mess with him. Yeah. But, no, he messed with me. He was like, do it. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the plan. I was, you were supposed to say no. <laughs> Yeah. So the very first move that I hit at nationals, yeah, at the you finals, put him on his back with yeah. it, didn't you? Yeah, it was a planned <laughs> I gator roll. That, match. that I, was awesome. I chased the ankle. As soon as the ankle picked up, I just I didn't even have the wrist. I just grabbed both his his head and arm, tucked and rolled. Boom! And like he stopped halfway. I was on my back for a second. I was like, mm-hmm. oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> I thought I lost the match right. Right. Now. It was. But it worked out in the end. Uh-huh. And then the announcer at the end after the match. That's what made me the most irritated. It's like after you're done wrestling in national finals. For most of us, you know, who don't major our guys in a second period. Oh. But for most of us, we're tired. We're exhausted. Yeah. And, like, 
they come off and then they'll just walk up to you and be like, so, what do you think about that match? I'll ask you all these <laughs> yeah, questions. That you're, are the yes. Worst. And I'll just be like, time. out of breath. I'll be like, yeah. Yeah. I remember the guy who was asking me questions. I was just, I was trying really hard to catch my breath uh-huh. and listen to him. And at one point I was just like, can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I seriously, I watch those interviews after they jump off. I'm like, come on, give them like, give them a second to get their breath back and like meet them back in a press room or something right. and do the interview there. But they're like, nope, ESPN or whoever, we're going to catch you right off the mat. And right. then kids, like you, your brain can't, like you're so like, you're so locked into that match and you're you're so tired coming off of literally right. one of, if not the toughest match of your college career. Yeah, at least for that year. <laughs> exactly. And and they're like stuffing a microphone in your face like, yeah. hey, what's going on? What did you think about that match? I was like, bro, I can't even remember what happened in that match. Right. I'm, just like, so I'm still processing it myself, man. What happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like they try to run it back a little bit like, oh, man, what happened? I don't know this and that. Yeah, so talking just, and talking is the hardest. Like yeah. when you're out of breath, talking right. is the hardest thing to yeah. do. Yeah, and and it, I feel like it looks bad too. You know, like it like kind of makes us look like we're super dumb because the kids, yes, <laughs> some of the, some of the kids that that you know are smart kids, but they just can't breathe and they can't think at this right. after they just have they just won you know achieve the pinnacle of their sport yeah. and they're just like step a microphone. Yeah, and ask I almost a question in my interview. Like, Did you? Yeah, <laughs> he was like he was talking about the gator roll, and I was like, yeah. When he stopped me on my back, I. I thought I almost said uh, dropped an f bomb. I was like, I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, but there's that. Now, did you have to do anything special for dieting? Um, I kind of got myself into routine. I wouldn't recommend necessarily what I did in high, in college versus kind of what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you recommend now? Uh, recommend now is watching calories, try to cut out carbs, you know, mm-hmm. that's the best way to do it. I was, you know, I'm not saying you need to necessarily cut out all carbs, but I think you can, you can get your weight under control and, and lose a lot of body fat and keep as much muscle on if you just keep, I really agree with that. Keep the, keep the protein and fat and, and cut out as much of the carbs. Cause I mean, every, like you would be shocked if you look at the nutrition label on anything, how much sugar no, or whatever sugar. they just throw into it just to make it taste better you know mm-hmm. and like like literally if, anything yeah even if it's just like s- switching because like when i got into the season one of the things i did do that was good was i tried to cut out all pop you know i'm not gonna drink mm-hmm. you know, pepsi or Do- dr pepper or whatever i was whatever i was into at that time and uh i uh made sure that i tried to portion out things and really try to be disciplined don't put yourself in positions where you have to say no to cupcakes right. constantly kind of thing and and right. uh, that was a big part of what i did but i i probably ate you know i tried one meal a day type of thing too. one meal a day Dang, yeah, yeah for the most part I, drinking water during the I, this is what i'm on now too is i, I would probably recommend kind of intermittent fast situation I, mm-hmm. I, I really think that's beneficial and you, when you get your body set to that you just eat one meal a day you can drink you know uh water or you know, not i wouldn't say juice necessarily try to find Sugars. something with like an artificial sweetener it's not it's kind of mm-hmm. cheating but uh it gives you some sweetness or kind of take flavors up your water a little bit during the day yeah. and then 
get to later mm-hmm. in the afternoon before you, you eat your meal and then you get all your calories. Yeah. Nah. I think that's that's what I've been doing. And I, I feel really good. I feel feel like I've got energy and right. and I wish I would have done more of this way. But I kind of I was in some ways. I was just eating more carbs than I probably should have been right. during this season because that's what I wanted to eat. I have a terrible yeah, I remember sugar, sweet tooth, man. In high school, I worked in the school store yeah. and our school store made cookies. No. So <laughs> I remember in high school having like probably the worst diet a wrestler could have. Oh, gosh. I had like I would like skip whole meals just to have cookies yeah. like my like that would do my nutrition yeah. and I'd pack carrots celery like mm-hmm. I have this whole nice prepared lunch and right. I just see like you want this I'm gonna eat cookies yeah and then I'd have like four cookies <laughs> and then for dinner it reminds me of Luke yeah that Luke was, was 100% me when, when I was when it, Luke was there my, my sophomore and freshman years and and he like once the season would get over he'd just swipe in the meal plant meal the dining hall and he'd get like a box to go. And he would just line it with Mac cookies. Uh, <laughs> he'd have probably thirty cookies in there, and he'd just walk out with the cookies. And this was after the season, so mm-hmm. it wasn't as bad as you doing it in season. But yeah, I mean, my diet my my senior year probably consisted of ninety percent like deli meat, cheese, and and those club crackers. Uh, like, yeah. I would I would kind of like portion myself make, like, out like okay you can eat like one sleeve of crackers and however much like sli- a slice of meat and cheese you could put on there and that was what I ate after every practice and then I would always have I had a mini fridge <laughs> I know this is probably a riveting podcast right here but uh, I had a mini fridge that like the top shelf it was mm-hmm. like right next to the freezer and it would mm-hmm. free it would get your my my powerade just cold enough that when I pulled it out, I could flick it, and it would do that flash freeze thing. So oh, it was like that is all dope. slush. Yeah, it was. It was, and it worked consistently. It was the perfect. You had a system. That. Yeah. So I would get off of practice, I'd run back to my my off campus house, and then I I'd, I'd get that Gatorade out, and I would just pound it and and drink and eat my cra- my club Dude. crackers and slime. That sounds Jeez. bomb. That <laughs> was, sounds bomb. Like after a great. hard practice on a great. hard cut, that sounds great. Yeah. And but that, I mean also not trying not to uh, splurge too much after match and weighing and stuff. Dude, that's the hardest part. When you have the option of eating yeah. without consequence yeah. until like Monday. Right. And that's where we we definitely try to that now as a coach I try to try to tailor things to be a little bit easier and I also have a better understanding of nutrition now than I maybe See. I did back in college cuz what we do now is we want to make sure that our guys are eating on the way up to the match because mm-hmm. you know the, whatever calories you put in you at the tournament after you weigh in are you're not you're not going to use those that fuel the the you know whatever bagel yeah. and stuff you're putting in your body that's not going to be used that day like you you make you feel less hungry which would be good but um, I see a lot of kids kind of gorging at the tournament, and it's like mm-hmm. you should have been eating more on the way up to the day of. So that's where we do our, our pre-weigh-in practice that we do because we want to encourage our guys, hey, listen, you can be a couple over or a pound and a half over or whatever the day of a match because mm-hmm. that allows you to eat a little bit more, allows you to kind of play with your food a little bit more and get you, get you more nutrition a couple days before a match, which is the most important and then we'll have a practice. We'll cut. We'll drop, you know, a pound and a half or so of, of water right before we weigh in, and that's water can be reuptaken in the body a lot faster. So you you weigh in. You, you, we drop down. We weigh in, and then we're hydrated right back up mm-hmm. immediately afterwards. So that's the philosophy, the mindset behind that's why we do philosophy. that. So so you know we're we're trying to encourage our guys to eat on the way up to and the the match and not have to. Uh, 
uh, cut so much and, and be as tight and stay down all the, the entire time. So right. it really, I think that really helped the guys a lot. And they started first they hated it because you had to wake up even earlier for the practice. But once they started realizing, hey man, I can eat a lot more, and and they don't starve themselves, they're not stopping up their systems as much. They keep mm-hmm. their, their metabolism and their their digestion flowing. Um, they realized they could get a lot more nutrition in it. They felt a lot better when they wrestled. So. Mm-hmm, and it shows. Yeah. And what's crazy is, this is kind of jumping topics, but like the older I get and more removed from competition I get, the more I sound like my coach, <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense. Like right. I'm watching myself become like the coach that I've had, mm-hmm. and saying the same exact things to the same kids who are right. have the same mindset. And yep. It's crazy how life comes in a full circle. Absolutely. It really is. No doubt. But... I think that's been a pretty long podcast. Yeah, how long have we been going for? I'm pretty good at stopping right here. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. But right. uh, no, I'm glad you've been you're doing this. I think this will be fun. We can get kind of little little background on all the guys and and uh, also have mine in there too to start all it right. off. I feel like that was a good starter. I think so. Should too. we sign off some way? I don't know. How should we sign off? Do you have a rapper name? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. uh, Right. Well, that's Owen U's podcast for the day. Yep. Mm, on the hunt. On the hunt. That's a good one. That's a good Polar one. Polar bears on the hunt. Let's go.